Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. You've probably realized that the Bible is full of God's promises to his people, which includes you and me. Promises that are supposed to make a profound difference to our life, not just in the future sometime, but, but here and, and now. Today we're given an example in the first reading. At the time of this reading, God's people were trapped in a foreign land and, and they were disorientated. They were hurting. They were defeated. And in, in the midst of their exile, God raises up the prophet Ezekiel so that he can speak to his people. And he says today to them, I am now going to open your graves. I mean to raise you from your graves, my people, and lead you back to the soil of Israel, back to the land of promise. And you will know that I'm the Lord when, again, I open your graves and raise you from, my gra- from your graves, my people. At the heart of God's promise to us is always a restoration of what was lost, a, a fresh start, a new lease of life, a new hope, a new possibility even greater than what we experienced before. These promises are very clear to us. The important question for us as God's people is, how do we access these promises? How do these promises of God become real and concrete for us, and not just something that we read about in the Bible or hear about when we come to Mass. How do we benefit from these promises of God right now? St. Paul gives us the clue today in our second reading. He says, People who are interested only in unspiritual things can never be pleasing to God. In other words, Unspiritual people don't live lives that are open and are receptive to the good things of God. He goes on to say, but you, your interests, however, are not in the unspiritual, but in the spiritual, since the spirit of God has made his home in you. In fact, unless you possess the spirit of Christ, you would not belong to him. You could not benefit from the promises of God. So the key for accessing God's promise, according to St. Paul, is to live spiritual lives. But what exactly does this mean? I want to propose that to live spiritual lives has something to do with the direction of our focus, what we focus our heart and our mind on for the majority of the time. I want to uh, suggest today four common directions or or, or time zones, we might say, in which we occupy our focus much of the time. All of us, depending on our personality, will probably favour one direction over the other. 
the first direction in which some of us tend to focus on is the past. Now, if you're in this zone, perhaps you're a little bit sentimental. Maybe you uh, like to idealise life in the past or, or maybe you have a tendency to focus on, on past hurts, past regrets, past failures. The second direction that we can sometimes focus our uh, hearts and minds is on the present. Now, you might be uh, more of a seize-the-day kind of person. You get totally focused on the task at hand. You're not necessarily too worried about planning for the future. You're, everything's about here and now. The third direction or time zone I'm going to call the potential People in this zone, or when we're, when we're focused on this zone, uh, it's all about the future, it's all about the possibilities, what you still need to get done. There is always something to plan, something to do, somewhere to go. And for those who know me, you're thinking, Father Dan, that's you, and, and you would be right. There's one more direction I want to mention this can be a direction that can be so consuming for some of us, I think it deserves its own category, and it's, it's the direction of our problems. It's the problem zone. It's where we tend to look at life through the lens of our problems, whether they're past, in the present, future problems, whether they're real or whether they're perceived. We, we tend to, when we're in this kind of zone, we tend to focus on the burden of life, what's not right or what could go wrong. Now, all of these directions of our focus are, of course, just, they're part of human experience. It's, it's important that we're, we're able to relate at different times to the past, to the present, to the potential. It's important that we can be real about the problems we're facing, but these directions of our focus are not necessarily what St. Paul would, would talk about as spiritual in nature. For these zones to become spiritual, for these focuses to become spiritual, they require another P word. And the word is presence. The presence of God, the the experience of God with us. Did you notice that it was the presence of Jesus that raised Lazarus to life in the gospel, that restored to him what was lost? To be spiritually simply to have our hearts and our minds conscious of the presence of God with us, to be aware to be tuning in to that which is good and true and beautiful and unchanging and eternal. St. Paul is saying anything else other than this presence of God is, is another word, starting with P, passing. It, it can never give us true peace, true hope, true promise. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, what is this presence? What does it look like exactly? 
How do we experience it concretely? And I'm not exactly sure how to answer that question. I guess you could say that this presence of God is is the kind thought that you have towards others. It's the, the joy that your dog brings you. It's the experience of being touched by something beautiful, maybe a flower or, or a painting or a song. It's the desire to give and not count the cost. It's the willingness to persevere when everything seems hopeless. So I'm not exactly sure how to define this presence. All I know is that it's real. And it's, it's real, not like this microphone is real, but it's real in a spiritual kind of way. It's, it's something that we access through the gift of faith, through our inner experience. I know it's real by the way that it's changed me and the way that it continues to change me. The theological word we give to this presence is the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised to send this presence to us. He promised to send us his spirit. And today, St. Paul is saying to us in the second reading that you've already got it. If you're Christian, you already have it. This presence, this power, this spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead, this presence that brings life to everything that it touches is already in you. And it promise, it promises, God promises through this presence to raise you from whatever grave, from whatever death you might be carrying in your life, if you're able to open yourself to this presence, if you're able to direct your focus towards this present, if you're able to become conscious of this presence in your day-to-day life. I want to give us a chance today, wherever we are, to welcome this presence of God into our lives just for a minute. I'm going to attempt another first here. I want to invite you, if you're comfortable, just to close your eyes. And we might start just by noticing our body, wherever you are right now. Just notice your feet pressed against the floor, maybe your back against the chair. You might notice any tension that you're feeling in your body at this time, maybe in your back or your shoulders or your neck. You might turn your focus now to your breathing. Is it shallow? Is it deep? You might just notice the rhythm in and out. Can you notice your heart? Can you feel your heart beating? And then from this still place, I want to invite you, without words, to cry out to God from the deepest part of you. You might just slowly repeat the name of Jesus from your heart. Or you might say, come Holy Spirit, from your heart. Or or, Lord, have mercy on me, from your heart. And then just wait. And just welcome God's presence. And when you're ready, come back to the room. Now, it's not important 
if you experienced anything then or not. What's important is that we focus on and we welcome the presence of God often. There's so many ways that we can do that. It can be as simple as what we just did now. There's this image of Jesus in the book of Revelation, the the last book in the Bible, and he's knocking at the door and he's saying, here I am, I'm knocking, I'm knocking at your door, the door of your heart, and I'm just waiting for you to let me in. We all need to consciously allow in the presence of our God who makes concrete and real for us the promises of God in our life. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.